Bible Beaters, welcome to another episode of the Bible Beater Podcast. This is the Lord of Hosts, Caleb Campbell speaking, joined as always by the faithful interrupter, Kyle Vessner. How's it going anyways, Kyle? Doing pretty well. Pretty not bad anyways. Pretty not bad anyways. God damn, you're fired up today. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited about this podcast because we get to learn uh, about the Israelites um, blasting the Mid- uh, vengeance on the Midianites. Vengeance for what, you ask? Justful vengeance. <laughs> yeah. For sure. It's definitely not a war of aggression. It's a war of uh, vengeance. God is about peace and love. I don't know if you knew that. In his abounding forgiveness of rebellion. <laughs> By murdering of t- tens and tens of thousands. How's it going anyways, Kyle? What's new? What's up? What's happening? Uh, I just, I finally figured out all my Christmas gifts and honestly, fucking load off, man. Yeah? It's a load off. Figure it out as in you know what you're getting or you I'm already got it? I'm buying it all a, today. You got I'm it? I'm buying it all today. I'm buying it all online and the other thing that needed like work yeah. for me to do, I had to scan old photos. That's a, But that's a great Ho- present. It is. But holy fucking shit. Yeah, it takes forever. <laughs> it took fucking forever. It takes forever. And my girlfriend helping me too. Yeah. And if she didn't, I would be like, well, they, that one looks good. Yeah. It's like, that one sucks. I'm like, okay, fine. Oh, <laughs> so you really, yeah, you took the time. I scanned, yeah. Um, That shit's hard. Yeah, just. You know what I think I fucked up? What? I used uh, a printer scanner, right? An all-in-one deal. Yeah. But I think I should have set it to like scan a smaller surface. Instead of the whole thing, every time. So you had to crop every one? It automa- auto-cropped it. Okay, that's good. no big deal. But it took like 30 seconds of photograph, which doesn't seem like a lot. No, but when wh- you're doing 100, yeah. it's a lot. Yeah. Plus the time in between and the swapping, that's, it took fucking forever. Yeah, that's uh, a couple three hours. Three hours. Three hours. I did. Yeah. Good for you, man. Well, that's good. Wh- whoever you give that to, I'm sure it's a family member, will love it. Yeah. I, uh... I had a pretty good weekend, man. I went up to my old buddy's place there in Vancouver for his Christmas party, and we had a Christmas party already. Yeah, we had a fucking blast. Yeah, <laughs> I bet. Um, Rugby buddy, how do you know this? No, guy? no, no. This is my uh, my oldest friend. We were like taught. Our mm. parents are friends. I told. I talked about him last time. Yeah, you did. I said, well, I've been at his house three weekends in the last f- five weeks. Just loitering. This guy's not sick of you yet. <laughs> As he would say, lingering. That was like, <laughs> for some reason, everybody was lingering, and that became the word of the night. Let's linger. Do you want to linger somewhere else? And I was really annoyed. Your friends are fucking annoying, man. They just pick a word and say it over and over again until everyone wants to kill them. <laughs> yeah. That's what they all do. Yeah, it's funny. Fuck Devo, another one of Caleb's friends. No idea if he listens. Probably not. Will not stop saying Chinese. Chinese? He will not stop. <laughs> yeah. It started with you guys, and you were saying China all the time. Yeah. For what reason? I have no idea. Devo's actually been saying it forever, probably longer than us. Oh, he started this shit? He's obsessed, dude. He, he should move there. He's been calling people chinks since, like, <laughs> 2004. <laughs> that's like that's one, like, that's a hard slur, you know? Yeah. But you can say it around Asians, like, if you say yeah. it, like, non-offensive, if you just say jokingly. Yeah. Don't call it to them, and they th- think it's funny. Don't give a fuck. I've never seen yeah, a you, nation care. You can't do that with. Can't do that with any other ethnicity. They're the they're the chillest when it comes to racism. Yeah, probably because. I, mean, I I'm not going to speak on behalf of the Asians. Well, I don't know all, why. The Asian countries are all super racist within their own caste yeah. system. But I just mean the the Asians here. So we went. So we went to Vancouver. I got a ride down with uh, <laughs> V and um, Andrew and Jordan. They were doing a show at Yucks there. Yep. So a few we, comics you could just say to make more a sense. A few to comics. Who don't know them by name. Anyways, so I was like, V, you got room for me and Camilla to come down? She's like, yeah, no problem. 
I get to the car. There's it's five of us, which is fine. It's a big, you know, Honda thing, or I don't know. It's an SUV. I don't. It wasn't. A, I don't know what it is. Anyways, okay, just the point is, SUV. I shotgun backseat middle with the hump to be funny, right? Oh, like bad I idea. Do, so do you always? Yeah, it's a funny joke I do. It's a, it it's seems a, like a beta move, so you don't have to get in an argument. Yeah, it's okay. from Brian Regan. Brian's oh, is shotgun it? Shotgun backseat middle with the hump. <laughs> so I'm in the back. Fuck, he's so funny. V Sorry. worked. V worked a night shift. That's a good joke. So she's ta- so she's in the back. Jordan's driving, and V brought her fucking dog. Always, Jackie. Yeah. So by merit, it's me, Valina sleeping on the left shoulder, Camilla sleeping on my right shoulder, and the dog sleeping face <laughs> down on my lap. And you love dogs. And I was just like, and the, the dog kept farting, man. It was farting the whole time, <laughs> and it just fucking reeked. So it was between icy cold, Penasque Summit. Negative 10. Oh, I thought you were going to call the chicks on your shoulders icy cold. No. <laughs> icy cold women. Because we'd roll the windows say. down and then freeze. Because it would stank like dog farts. Oh, that bad the whole time? Like the whole time. I'm not exaggerating when I say <laughs> we had the windows down for 15% of the car trip. Like it was fucking brutal. And then the dog At what kept... point do you just throw the dog out the car, you know? I wanted to. <laughs> I bet. I wanted to. Um, And it kept breathing on like breathing like th- right through my jeans like right down on my like you fucking hate dogs well t- t- dude imagine someone it's going like this breathing on you <gasps> no but hot breath right like its nose was right down in my crotch i've had dogs sitting on my lap i, I know what pushing, you mean but it's kept, not that bad <laughs> i hate what well, i hated it i kept pushing his head away and it was just like for like three seconds and put it back yeah and then, like because it, it wanted to sleep but. yeah and then i know i lost the battle of like I, uh, bells fine, of will I, with I the dog get, yeah i don't give they, a fuck she could have done that all day, dude. And I, that's what I, I was like trying to reason with it. I was like, <laughs> I tried on. to reason with it. Dog, you do that again. I'm going to squash you with 250 <laughs> No, pounds. I wasn't going to do that. I tried to offer it treats. Oh, a- Andrew took it for a while. Through different strategic reasoning. So we had a great party. Um, I don't know. Probably the funniest thing that happened at the party was. What kind ki- of party is it? And why is it so. It was a Christmas party. Early, how much er- earlier than Christmas? It was, I don't know. It was last weekend. It was first week of December. You know, that's pretty fucking early. It was just like get it out of the way, have a friends party. Everyone's got you know work parties and everything. That's true. They just planned it that day, anyways. They, they were sick of people not showing up to their parties. <laughs> like you can't miss it. It's the first of December. <laughs> yeah, it was real fun. Any crazy um, shenanigans? Not really, but Camilla got fucking wasted, <laughs> and there's tons of food there. And by like one in the morning, Camilla's grabbing handfuls of cake, like just with her hand, like handful. Hey, Caleb, want some cake? I'm like, no. She's like, it's good. Eat it. I'm like, puts cake in my face. I'm like, Camilla, go to bed. So you guys I, are such a fat couple. I spent, yeah. That's <laughs> such a fat couple thing. We eat food in bed, dude. Oh. We try. The biggest uh, argument we have is who gets, we're trying to find a position where we both get the bottom somehow. <laughs> that's the easiest. That's how fat people have sex. Oh, okay. <laughs> Seriously. You wrestle for the bottom. And then. So we can just lay there. So the next day, though, we go out. My buddy, my buddy. Uh, oh, did I tell you about his drug cabinet? No, Hunter S. Thompson style or what? Yeah. Okay. He's like, yeah, man. I've been trying to like quit drinking, but I still like to f- have fun and stuff. Those guys are psychos. What? The I don't drink, but I do all the other drugs. Yeah. What kind of rule is that? <laughs> it's because it, he says drinking's bad. Like it's literally just for your health. It's one of the worst drugs. It's not. Well, anyways, he said this is what he searched: most sustainable drug. And he's been on this like rabbit trail of like 
He said it's called 2CB. It's like a derivative of acid. Dude, you shouldn't do those synthetic drugs. Well, anyways, he says it's the Whoever's most... listening, don't do them. <laughs> he says it's the most sustainable. Sustainable, what do you mean? As in, like, to, to be able to do it the most all the time. Basically, he's like, how do I have oh, the most like, it's fun? Like the most consistent. Yeah, how do I have the most fun the most times, you know? Like, if you're doing crack, it's probably pretty fun, but it's not sustainable. You can't do crack every day. I see what you're saying. Yeah, so... You can, but your life's going to go down a spiral. Exactly. So he's. Got I feel like if you're Googling that, your life's already going down a spiral, but, but that's besides the point. He owns an apartment in Yaletown. It's okay. <laughs> oh, so it's the stop top. It's If it's a, it's a funnel, he's going the long. <laughs> yeah. If it's going to take him a little longer. The toilet bowl, he's <laughs> taking the long laps before they get shorter. He's on the rim. He's going to get one of those. He's the top of the... The roulette wheel, but he's gonna make it. So he's like, man, I got any kind of drug you want. He's like, come, come look at this. And he opens up his cupboard. He's got like the stuff called like kratom. It's like this weird powder. So he buys all synthetic drugs. Um, well, he's got GHB, kratom, DMT, mushrooms, acid, two CB. Uh, what else did he have? Like, name some more drugs. He probably had them. He had some speed. I don't remember all the. He has he he speed. He had meth. He had MDMA. He had fucking ecstasy. Everything. And he was so Mar- stoked. Marijuana. The next day after the party, he was so stoked. He's like, I finally did it. I did the perfect combination of drugs. He's like, I had the most fun. I had more fun than all of you. <laughs> and I was like, dude, what he does, dude. It's, the fun. it's so stupid, dude. He, he drinks 0.5 beers with GHB in it. <laughs> <laughs> so he just did like, GHB. What, what yeah, but like, apparently it's similar to getting drunk. I've only done it twice, and both times I was hammered and I pissed myself, so... I don't, I don't fuck with GHB. Until I moved out to Kelowna, I never knew people did it recreationally. I only knew it as the date rape drug. Yeah. I never knew anyone did it recreationally. No one I've ever talked to in Winnipeg has done GHB. Apparently, it's similar to being drunk. So he's put it, drinking 0.5s <laughs> with GHB in it. Oh, 0.5 alcohol. Yeah, 0.5 beers I thought you. I thought you said half a beer weird. No, no, no. Okay, 0.5s. Well, all beers 0.5. You mean 0.05? Point zero five. Yeah. No, no, no. You're right. You're right. It depends what you're talking about. But you're right. Sorry. Anyways, yeah, the non-alcoholic beer mixed with GHB. Mm-hmm. He had a couple weed gummies, uh, some two CB. Said he was like the most fun he ever had. Dude, has he ever tried working on his personality, social skills? You know, or he's already he's too the fun guy. guy. He's just the best already. Dude, he's trying to take it up a notch. I, I can, I'll have an example for how much <clears throat> this every. He's well liked. This guy is so. Well, of course he's well liked. He's got a cover full of drugs he gives <laughs> out for free in a penthouse suite. He's uh. He's a real, like, he wants everybody to ha- do stuff together. He's like that guy. So he's always organizing. He's always the guy phoning and trying to get the trips. Every group needs that guy. Yeah. There was always one guy in Winnipeg, shout out to Steve, who always did everything. No one did anything but him. He would not do it for a while and be like, I'm sick of this. And then it would nothing would happen. No one hangs So then out. he'd have to do it again. Yeah. <laughs> Every time. So Jordan's like, we're all going for breakfast tomorrow. So it's a party and the next day. He's like, we're all meeting up for breakfast. I want all of you to come, as many as you can make it. If you're not working, come for breakfast. So of course, everybody everybody's lingering. Just linger. And today it Excuse takes me? everybody's taking their fucking time oh so it's, okay so it's like <laughs> in the morning no- yeah it's like noon and he says i know the greatest place it's so great it's real close they have big tables he keeps selling us on a big table <laughs> so, so we can all sit together so we walk to this place it's pretty it close sounds a little insecure to be honest but no <laughs> go on he's so we get there it's called musette now musette i looked it up is a word for the lunch bags they used to give to the bicycle riders on the Tour de France. It's a bicycle-themed cafe, okay, for yeah. cyclists. 
That sounds already pretentious. Dude, it was the most pretentious, <laughs> shittiest place I've ever been. I fucking hated it there. Okay, you can bring your cy- bicycle inside. Well, of course you can. Okay, it's crowded. Like, it was crowded. People <laughs> yeah. like it. Yeah. People are bringing their fucking bikes through the door with their fucking bike helmets on and their fucking stupid biking shoes with fucking clips on the bottom. Clacking around. It sounds like a fucking <laughs> tap dance recital in there. Everybody's clacking around. <laughs> There's no servers. You go up to the bar and you order, and then you go sit at your table. So people are like with walking. their bikes. People are fucking <laughs> walking their bikes up, like so crowded. Well, you couldn't check your bike in. There's no bike stand in there. There's bike stands all around. There, half oh, of them okay. are full. There's bike stands inside and outside. It was a busy place. I guess people like it. <laughs> There's like six items on the menu. There's Dude, about, I've learned boring people love pretentious shit. Man. Oh, there was about f- four people working there, like the dream team of tools. Okay. They picked, oh, I can picture it right now. They, they, the, this one guy looked like a cartoon character of a nerd. He's got his pants <laughs> up between his navel and his nipples. No, he doesn't. Mid-chest, I swear to God. What kind of pants? Jeans. What? Way up there. Like high-waisted pants, no, he, no, he, but for a guy. No. Yes. 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 You could see... No, he, those are girls' jeans, by the way. You can't buy men's jeans. He's got a belt tits. on, cinched up tight, t-shirt tucked in. Okay. Oh, don't you wish you were allowed to Big beat thing. people up? No, still, a little you know? bit. Yeah. He's one of those guys who talks like this. It just lips up like that. He was no the way. nerdiest guy. Big glasses. What is that? What is that mouth thing? I don't know. It, I bet you some psychologist has an answer it's for like, me. For sure. They curl their lips up yeah. and like shout almost. That's what dogs do for to uh, be submissive. They don't. There's a difference between showing your teeth and curling your upper lip. Curling your upper lip is like the submissive thing, and the showing the teeth is like the angry thing. So they got this guy yeah. walking around just basically knocking over plates, <laughs> and his pants were so high they didn't go all the way down to his like feet. Of course, so not. they're like that's part of the look. Two thirds of the way down is they're women's cast. jeans, dude. That's I, why they don't fit them. Then they got this. also. Is this dude like massive camel toe or what? Yeah. Moose knuckles. And he's, sorry. A t- he's a tall guy. He's probably 6'3", like kind of like a chubby guy. Like just as he's a fat dude too. The biggest nerd. Yeah. Biggest nerd ever you've ever seen. Then they got. I hate I hate Vancouver. Then they got uh, two Asian dudes that are have been here less than a year. They they picked the worst speaking guys <laughs> to run the till. OK, he can't understand me. I can't understand him. I'm trying to order a Bailey's with coffee for about four minutes. I just got a coffee. At the end of it, all I got was a coffee. Are you for real? Yeah, for real. Um, we go sit down. Camilla got her sandwich. She hated it. They have about six items of food on the menu. Yeah. It's the, one of those places. Actually, that's great. That's actually a good sign of a restaurant because it means they keep uh, cycling food out and you don't have old frozen shit in the back. But it anyways. was good. The food actually was really good. Yeah. Well, that's a sign of a good restaurant. So the, good but menu. the food gets to our table, right? Mm. Yeah. And pretty much everyone's ordered the same thing cuz there's like six things. What'd you all get? I didn't I I didn't get food cuz I was still like coked out, but um, oh, they okay. all got this like it was some sort of like a it was almost like a breakfast stew. It was like beans and potatoes and like a sauce uh with like an egg on top. It was supposed to have chickpeas in it, but no one got their chickpeas. Then oh, weird this, criticism. This, I no, don't like chickpeas. No, anymore. this becomes a huge deal. What? Donji goes, hey, I didn't get chickpeas. Did you guys get your chickpeas? They're all like, no, I didn't get chickpeas. She's like, I want my chickpeas. Excuse me. Guy walks by. Excuse me. Guy walks by again. Excuse me. She like grabs his arm. This has been like 10 minutes now. Um, None of us got our chickpeas in here. Can you bring us some chickpeas? The guy's like, yeah, sure. 10 minutes go by. They come back with like a thimble full of chickpeas, like four chickpeas (laughs) in a ramekin. Each? Yeah, each. And (laughs) she's like, uh... 
you know what? It's been about 15 minutes. Can you just like remake this with chickpeas? Because it's like cold now. So they're like, okay, how many? Oh, man, you guys are I, right? uncomfortable. Uh, dude, dude I scared. would rather eat a shitty meal than do that. I would, too. I'll just never go there again. That's, what, that's I'll just never go there again. Dude, I'm staring at the table. I'm kind of laughing because I think it's funny, but com- we're just, it was uncomfortable. By the way, it's humiliating. Super loud, sun shining right in her eyes through these giant glass windows, like no blinds. Oh, and you're on a All, coke hangover. Everything, everything I hate, yeah. And so then they they take four away, but they forget one, and it's uh, my friend's girlfriend. Oh, God damn it! And she's just so, like, "Well, I guess I'll just eat mine cold now." And he takes it upon himself to be the man, and he goes, "I'm gonna fix this." Oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> dude, it's soup, dude. <laughs> It's Sue. He goes, he goes, excuse me. Guy walks by. Excuse me. Guy walks by again. Excuse me. And I fucking hate this guy, though, by the way. Yeah, I hate him, too. Because there's no waiter. So he's like, I don't have to talk talk to people. Is that the he's deal? He's just like taking cups and stuff off people's tables, but he's not talking to anybody. And so is he high pants nerd? Yeah. High pants nerd. Oh. So I by the second time he ignores my friend, I am laughing hysterically. <laughs> and he's like. Fuck this guy making me look stupid in front of everybody. Like I could tell he was a little bit embarrassed. Yeah. So Dude, he's like the whole thing's embarrassing. He just picks it up the food and he brings it to the counter and he's like, fix this. And then the Asian guy just kind of like takes it and dumps it, like takes it to the back. So now this girl has no food. <laughs> so he didn't understand. So the Asian people, I thought you were exaggerating. They actually don't speak English? Or I don't know what the fuck is going on. Or they're on. just like, fuck you guys. They hardly spoke English to me. Is it possible you guys were a nightmare for this restaurant and they it's hated possible. you? Oh, okay. Meanwhile, Jordan's going, isn't this place great? Look at these big tables. <laughs> I forgot this about nice. it. <laughs> um, so Maybe he should have explained a little more. It's ev- a great bike atmosphere. Eventually, after like 45 minutes, everyone got their food. Ash never got her food. She ended up just getting her money back and we were all miserable. We gave them terrible reviews on Google, and that's the, all of you. Our t- uh, Nathan and Camilla did. Nathan's was pretty funny. I've uh, never given a bad review or a good review or any review of any kind. Yeah, at I, a restaurant I've eaten. Why the fuck do people think people care what they think? So many people do. So many people. I, know. I never read those reviews. You know, there's people that there's like rankings in that. Thing. I know there is, and you can like people want to get highly ranked, and then you can become like a foodie guy. Dude, have you heard of the guy that got his? backyard to the number one restaurant yes London, how London. did that happen by the way because he used to write fake rel- fake reviews like yeah? he was employed doing that oh so like, he knows how to game the system and he's and but he's also like he has no faith in the whole system right he's like this is all bullshit he's like the only thing you couldn't fake is the actual restaurant and then he's like what if you could actually fake the restaurant? I didn't know that. That's fucking great. I recommend. I think the guy's name is Uba. Everyone go watch it. He's got a, like a 15-minute documentary on Vice. It's, That's it? Done. Yeah, it's so fucking funny. That's brilliant. I saw like a little clip and people are like sitting on a couch and they're like bringing him a sandwich. Yeah. He, it's, it's weird. His, it's it's called, his actual living room, It's right? called the, the shed. It's his backyard and it's a shithole. It's like a <laughs> shithole backyard. And he gets it to number one. He says it's the most exclusive place. You have to call for a reservation. So he's got a bu- he's got a website, a burner phone, and reviews. And he's got like his buddies reviewing. And he gets it to number one. And people are calling all the time. Sorry, booked. Sorry, booked. People, celebrities are calling. Oh my god, that's like, fucking great. Yeah, dude. like people are calling and using like their like you know work emails from like you know big companies and stuff to like that to try and get reservations. Yeah. 
Honestly, you could serve the most dog shit food. That's what he does. And people would say it was amazing for real. He does Is that, that actually happening? He gets microwave lasagna. People suck, dude. <laughs> and then he serves it to them. They're like, I'd come back. <laughs> oh, my God. Because they have to justify that they tried so hard to get in and it can't be for nothing. Dude, the menu is. It has to be some kind of an eclectic weird thing that I don't understand. Oh, yeah. So I got to pretend to like it. Dude, the menu Fuck is. Fuck that. There's no food. There's just moods. So, so you get like Are lust. Are you kidding me? This guy is a fucking genius. <laughs> Dude. This guy's a fucking genius. And then, so at the end of the thing, he's lust. like, I'm, I might as well actually open this restaurant for hilarity's sake. So he does it and. It bombs? No, people like like it. And, but he gets uh, a guy to make microwave lasagnas and like uh, canned soup. And he's he got. He just feeds him shit food he's got, still, even after he opens it? Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. Well, he doesn't actually open it. He has it open for like a one night uh, test. Run. Oh, okay. And he gets a DJ, and the DJ's playing restaurant noise, like <laughs> literal restaurant noise. He's like, this one's called Lower Manhattan, New York Restaurant. And he turns, so he's got a DJ with like a headset on playing the, it sounds like a restaurant, but it's in his backyard. There's like people eating on the fucking roof. It's fucking hilarious. This guy's a great troll. That's awesome. So yeah. So yeah, that was my weekend. Um, pre- nothing else to report, really. Fuck, that sounds fun. I need to go on a trip fun. soon, dude. Doing something. Let's go to. We're gonna. I'm gonna go back to Vancouver in January. See a Canucks game. Are or, you or February? Maybe. Yeah, yeah might be down. I might. I'm a. Well, we'll see how it goes. Not not for that, but I want to go on like, like a vacation where it's warm. Yeah. Fuck that. I'm not into tropical. I'm into cold, icy. I don't mind it either. Icy death. I'm going up to the ski hill soon too, so that'll be nice. All right, let's get into the Bible here. Numbers chapter thirty-one. This is vengeance on the Midianites. So we left off. We left I off. I know God has like a fancier palate now. So and he craves younger, younger, more exotic meats to be burnt to a crisp. Exactly. So they two podcasts ago we they picked Joshua to succeed Moses. Then God reminded us of all the stuff that He wants again. Then we learned about um, women making vows and how they can be nullified. Oh fuck! I forgot about that. Any of the men in her life. <laughs> If a woman made a vow and then she gets married, the husband finds out about the vow. Dude, there's a great email we got that yeah. we'll read at the end of this. And it perfectly relates to this. Apparently, there's a women's Bible. There's like a feminist women's Bible where they try and rewrite the Bible to make it pr- to try and prove that it is for women. What is wrong with people? I got into an argument with a guy online. <laughs> He's like a gay Christian. Those are so funny, dude. You got to keep doing that. And you got to like screenshot really, them and post them. It wasn't really an argument, but he's like. Some of the ones you've sent me are he's fucking He's like, hilarious. I'm a gay Christian. Ask me anything type deal. Yeah. And I was like, dude, why do you want to be part of a group that explicitly says you're unwelcome here? Like, wh- why? Like, wh- I just wonder why they want to be Christians and be gay. Honestly, I get why the first person would want to do that. What do you mean? You know, because fight against the system that is the Catholic Church and Christianity. I get why you'd want to. They want to have salvation. Force your way in with one gay. person. Just to, like, fuck you to the church. Okay, sure. For the first guy. Maybe the first couple, you know. But beyond the fuck you, generally wanting to be a part of it is, yeah. is it makes no sense It's to crazy. Me. And he's like, well, when you actually read the context, it's not really anti-homophobic. <laughs> and I just like burst, burst, burst. Old Testament, New Testament, put to death, excommunicate from their brethren. Like, it's not. Like, the context is, we don't like gay people. I know. It's crazy. See, I, I, before I read the Bible, I bought the narrative that it's actually not really against gay people. Because that's a thing that's been oh, yeah. out there for the last five years or so. 
Well, because because morality evolves. Like the church had to change. The church has had to change its stance many times. Like the church was. Oh yeah. You know they put Copernicus to death, and then they're like, actually, no, he actually made a lot of good points. A couple hundred <laughs> years later, like Is it true, they killed Copernicus. Uh, I believe, I think they did. See the sun guy. Yeah. 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 They, yeah. He was. Yeah. He was. He was an apostate because he said. I did hear that actually. Yeah, the the at some point the sun goes around or the earth goes around the sun. They're like, nope, God said we're the center. We're of the, the center of the universe. Does it say that in the Bible? By no, the way, no, it doesn't say it anywhere. But that's just the mindset. It does say that God was made in man's image. Or, I get or man it. Was made. Yeah. So like they just extrapolate. They you just know? infer everything. Yeah, that's what that's what like. Again, the point of this podcast is so much of what Christians believe isn't biblical because it's been built on for hundreds and thousands. Like that thousands is bizarre to me, though. Yeah. I, it, it is actually bizarre how much I go, I don't know. Every time I ask you, I don't know if people think I know these answers. I never do. No. Because half the time it's in and half the time it's some other thing. It's not even close. Yeah. Well, because they had, they had like a lot of like, you know, really smart guys do the mental gymnastics to be like, no, no, no. This can't. It is one God. You see, it's th- three gods in one. <laughs> it's called the Trinity. It's, you know, and then everyone's like, sure, I'll buy it, you know. Well, what sense. else are you going to do, though? Yeah, exactly. But that's how you... Ex- well, I think we talked about it already, but that's how you... Ex- if you have a fact, you have to try and explain it somehow with science, and they think this is fact, Well, right? they start with... Or logic, sorry. Not they don't start with... They start with, this is true for sure, and how do we that's get there? That's what I mean. It's like seeing an observable fact in science and then trying to understand how it came to be. Yeah. They assume the Bible is 100% fact and, and try then, to figure it out. And came make to be. the science work to that. And, and the wh- best a thousand years could thinking to do is this, this dude schizophre- schizophrenic and there's yeah. three of him in one body. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and so, yeah, like you said, so they work backwards from the Bible's true, make the science work. Yeah. And then when the science changes, they're like, oh, actually, the Bible works this way a little bit. This, this is a different way the Bible could work and make that true. Well, it would make that kind of that reasoning makes sense if the Bible is, in fact, 100% true. Yeah. Which it isn't. Which it is not. But if it is, then that's the only way to go about it. That's why you can't even argue with people who believe the Bible. Yeah. Because they go, no, it says it in the Bible. I have to figure out another way that makes sense to me. <laughs> yeah. They don't go, well, that makes no sense. We'll be like, well, I'll just have to figure out another way it does. Yeah. It's, yeah it, I mean, that's crazy, dude. Just to, 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 you hear a fact and it's against the Bible and you're like, how can I reconcile the Bible with this fact instead of maybe the Bible's wrong? There's some psychological phenomenon that apparently makes you double down in the face of, uh, um, like, um, like scrutiny evidence. towards your position. Yeah, yeah, evidence, because it makes you do exactly that. It makes you search your mind more for other reasons why it might be true, and then you find other ones. God, give me more faith. than you had before. God, and now you have multiple things. <laughs> this is how. It's, yeah. God, give me faith. When you pray to want to believe it, that's your mind working overtime trying to find your synapses are <laughs> making connections, trying to make it work. Here's why I think. Here's why I think they actually they actually double down more is because I think they never think about it. That's what no, I they think. mostly don't. I think they never think about it. So when someone goes, "Here's a fact," now this is like the first time in their life they're actually thinking about it, and then they lo- do make a little logic train for the first time in their mind why they why their thing is right, and they go, mm. "Look what I just did." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm a fucking genius. This makes perfect sense to me now. Yeah. Because they're doing it by themselves. They're not doing it out loud. They can ask. I love asking God. And then, so you go, God. I like how God answers you in your own head with your own voice. (laughs) That's what I was trying to get to. They're like, I couldn't have thought of this. God gave me this thought. This is a thought that I could not have had. My mom does that all the time. Like, 
That there's, is fucking funny. There's no way I could have thought of that. And I'm like, is 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 there not a way? Considering you <laughs> meditate on it day and night. <laughs> if you ask ten people, how many of them would have came up to that conclusion? <laughs> if the answer is not zero, there's no, zero chance God. It was God. Oh yeah. So yeah. Oh. Um, you can send um questions in that you want me to ask. My mom's coming back in like two weeks for Christmas. So uh, we'll have her on the podcast again, and I'm going to be more – I'm going to ask – it's going to be more about a debate and less about I'm getting, getting shit in the Reddit forums for not uh, being going hard. hard at your mom. But here's the thing, guys. Caleb wouldn't let me. We mutually agreed it was better, though. Yeah, well – because we, we didn't want to just bully his mom, and ha- and we wanted to. I wanted people to have context, and yeah. I wanted to have her back. You know what really pissed me off though? What? No one heard this because it was after the podcast was over. You know, what, you know what she says to me? What? She goes, "Oh, I thought you'd be harder on me." To yeah. me, yeah, like pretty much calling me a pussy the <laughs> biblical way. She didn't mean and, to. And I've been furious about it. <laughs> I have been furious. Oh, I thought you'd be harder on well, me. Well, I kind of was like, I'm like. Oh, so mad, but it's like your mom and I don't want to be an asshole. I don't know. I find that where I'm an asshole line to be yeah. vague in my own head. Yeah. You well, know what I mean? I, I was doing like pre-damage control. I'm like, Kyle's a little brash sometimes and he might be- come across as, uh, I was just kind of like trying to like, you know. Yeah. And then she goes, oh, you're actually a huge pussy. No, she didn't nice mean that. Nice talking to you, faggot. <laughs> she didn't mean it that way. Because I was just telling her, I was like. I was telling her what I told you about how I have to defend her positions and you call me a fucking idiot all the time. Yeah. And I was like, that's so he, I, he, I, he won't call you a fucking idiot, but it'll, you know, it'll be between the lines. <laughs> Anyways, let's get into this. Uh, vengeance. On oh, yeah, but to, to finish yet. Yeah. There's, there's a thread on Reddit that we're going to look at and, and Anyth- actively. We'll read, we'll read them to her. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll pick and choose, but they're all good so far. So, okay. So number, uh, uh numbers 31. The Lord said to Moses, take vengeance on the Midianites for the Israelites. After that, you will be gathered to your people. So last chapter was about women making vows. Then it just goes, the Lord says, kill the Midianites. After that, you'll be gathered to your people. That means you're going to die. After that, you're going to die and move on from this world. The Jews. You're going to be dead. We'll die and then go to heaven? Moses specifically. The Lord Just said Moses? To Moses is going to die soon. Oh, okay. And then he'll get to move on. Because they're killing the Midianites. This is like them, their first foray into the promised land with the Moabites and that. So they're still they're still at war. Are, you know, are all these promised lands that he promises in the same place, by the way? It's Israel. It's modern day Israel. Okay, but it, feel, it feels like, I know it's happened over a long period of time, so yeah. I get that there could be co- different people settling there. But I feel like they've killed three different populations in the name of the promised well, land so far. Let's remember, okay? So God gave God promised to Abraham was you're going to have a place to live and your descendants will outnumber the sand, right? Then, is that what it was? Yeah. The sand? Yeah. Is that what the line is? Yeah. Then Okay. No, but then in the it's place It's weird that God speaks hyperbolically, but Right? Anyways. Also, it's weird that the place that God gave them to live as their special home that he chose had a famine. Where no one could grow food. <laughs> so they had to leave the place that God gave them and go to Egypt where the food was. Right? Remember yeah. that? Then they became slaves. Now, then, now they ran across this desert here. We got a map. Um, then you see Amalek, Moab, Ammonite, Canaan. These are all places they have to go through with 1.2 million people, supposedly. And like they, they war against all these places. And that's all. All those places are now modern-day Israel. 
No, 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 no. Modern day Israel is this tiny little section here. Like that. Yeah. So kind of, but oh, just like on the Moab and Edom aren't modern day Philistia. Philistia. That's like whatever south. It's like Jordan. There's Saudi okay. So these other populations that they decimated were to get to Israel. Yeah. There's like Aram, Jordan, the Sinai Peninsula, and Saudi Arabia are the places that they're going through. Okay. See. So so you know when they. When they're wandering the desert and then they found the promised land, but it's full of giants and stuff like that. Yeah, that would be that wasn't that would be around here. Yeah, but that wasn't the actual promised land. It's a different place. That's on the way to the promise. Israel thought it said that was the promised land. Okay, so Israel was probably big. They probably had a larger kingdom back then. Oh, see, that's what I was getting at. Because borders change like the China, like China. I understand. Got bigger and smaller. I didn't know that. Did it? Oh, every the Roman, I know everything did, but the Roman like, Empire bigger and smaller. The Egyptians, the so, Soviet Union. Yeah, exactly, exactly <laughs> that. So maybe back then Israel was this whole region with Jordan and Amal, uh, the Sinai Peninsula and Syria and Lebanon. Okay, that makes a lot of sense because in my mind I'm like, how is there four different promised lands? It sounds like God's just picking people to kill yeah. with the Israelites, you know. But I guess. So, he wants them to take the whole so thing So take over. vengeance on the Midianites. Vengeance, you say? What did the Midianites do to Israel? I'm looking at this map right now, and it feels like everyone is populated in the same area. Is that true? Is What do you mean? Was, like, the world, or at least the that's territorial probably, population? That's probably the... Or is that just highlighted for our benefit? Uh, this is probably the most populated region of the world. They call that the Fertile Crescent. That's what I was going to ask. Okay, so it is geography-based. basically yeah. where um, they think... Uh, human humanity started North Africa, like a little bit south of there. And this is Egypt was the most fertile place. They had the most food production in the ancient world. Oh, okay. They were famas for it. Really? Yeah. Okay. They That's su- good to know. They that supplied Rome for much of Rome's history. They were under the Roman thumb, and they, Rome would just ship grain across constantly across the Mediterranean. That's pretty cool. Maybe that history professor is pulling his hair out because I don't really know what I'm talking about. Either way, it sounds fascinating. <laughs> so I'm going to repeat it like it's fact. So you, can, you book, can all do the same. I read a book called Guns, Germs, and Steel once, and now that's that's all I remember from it. Guns, Germs, and Steel? It's fantastic. It's a fantastic Honestly, book. it sounds awesome. Is it fiction? No, no, no. It's uh, It <clears throat> seeks to answer the question. Um, the guy who wrote it was an anthropologist, and he's doing some work in Polynesia. And one of the where pe- is Polynesia? It's the islands uh, like outside the Philippines, Indonesia. Oh, okay. It's like where all the Samoans, Fiji, Samoa. Oh, really? Those kinds oh, of places. Okay. Um, I don't. They got some savage human beings there. Oh yeah, they're fucking good at rugby. And Dude, there's only like a couple they, they thousand got heads, people. like fucking trucks, man. Oh yeah, yeah. No, you don't fuck with Polynesians. Like whenever a Samoan or something gets into like the UFC, every single one of them, it's the same thing. Well. I guess I'm not going to knock him out, so i got to figure out a different way to take this guy down. (laughs) They never get knocked out. Yeah, cannibals they used to be, too. For real? Yeah. Oh, shit. So uh, what was was I talking about? I forget what I was talking about. Oh, fuck me, too. Oh, Um, guns, germs, and steel. Yeah. So he's there, and the guy who he's talking to asks him the question, why is it that your people, white people, discovered us and we didn't discover you. Like, what makes you... Because the white people came and... Whoever wrote the enslaved books, them baby. And enslaved them, right? Yeah. So it's like, he was basically asking, like, are white people better or special or what the... F- like, why did you conquer me and we not conquer you? So he goes... He seeks to answer that question 
And That's a tough question to, dude, to be asking. The book is like 600 pages or 700 pages. Mm-hmm. It's a thick book. And I thought it made a ton, a lot of sense to me as just a fucking jackass, you know, that doesn't know about mm-hmm. history. But his, his essential premise was the first thing was food production. Whoever could make the most food could support the most people, which made the biggest army. For sure. And then, you know, the way technology traveled, there was certain barriers. The Sahara Desert in Africa... Technology so didn't really communication blocks didn't really yeah. go south of the Sahara Desert and then Siberia it got frozen so technology kind of got concentrated in that region of Egypt and Europe and then uh, the next one was disease when the white people they made boats right and then they brought their diseases everywhere which killed so many of the population like it was conquest before they conquested it right yeah that's weird that and then that there's 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 well we don't know for sure but there's there might have been no disease before white people <laughs> like well, to we certain got, populations well we got it first and then we built up an immunity to it and then spread it everywhere. and then spread it yeah anyways back to the bible here um the lord said to moses take vengeance on the midianites vengeance you ask what did the midianites do to israel nothing and who's taking vengeance this the israelites. Uh, slow to anger god yeah so moses said to the people Arm some of your men and go to war against the Midianites and carry out the Lord's vengeance on them. Slow to anger. His dying wish. Yeah. Send into battle a thousand men from each of the tribes of Israel. So twelve thousand men armed for battle and a thousand. So twelve thousand men armed for battle, a thousand from each tribe, were supplied from the clans of Israel. Moses even sent, even the the priests. I guess yeah. You know because Eleazar is. Uh, one of, the, one of the warriors. Oh, okay. Moses sent them into battle, a thousand from each tribe, along with Phineas, son of Eleazar. Sorry, Phineas, the priest, who took with him the articles from the sanctuary and the trumpets for signaling. So, oh, so he played the trumpet while everyone got stabbed. For signaling. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it was important. They fought against Midian, as the Lord commanded Moses, and killed every man. Among their victims were Evi, Rechem, Zer, Hur, and Reba, the five kings of Midian. Holy shit, really? They also killed Balaam. Killed five kingdoms. Uh, five. Midian is one kingdom with five kings. So they'd all oh. have their own region. They, oh, okay. That were, they were probably an alliance. Like a king is kind of a loose word, right? It sounds, yeah. There's, there's people that would call themselves kings that were subject to another king. You know what I mean? They called, uh, what's his name? Uh, king of Persia. King Cyrus, king of kings. Okay. Because he had many kings underneath him. It's like how you can call yourself a CEO if you just print off a business card. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So they killed those five kings. They also killed Balaam, son of Beor, with the sword. That's the prophet that did nothing wrong, that only blessed them when they asked, when the guy asked to curse them. They killed him with the sword. The Israelites captured the Midianite women and children and took all the Midianite herds, flocks, and goods as plunder. They burned all the towns where the Midianites had settled as well as their camps. They took all the plunder and spoils, including the people and animals, and brought the captives and spoils and plunder to Moses, and Eleazar the priest, and the Israelite assembly at their camp, on the plains of Moab, by the Jordan, across from Jericho. So, Israel conquered the Midianites. And then they brought all the stuff where? Killing every man. They brought it uh, back to where they live in, or not where they live, where they were in Moab. So they... They conquered everyone and then went back? Well, you don't really stay there after you burn everything down. You go back to your camp, right? I guess. But aren't aren't they trying to take over this territory and live there? 
I guess that's how conquests go, man. Like, I don't know the logistics. Of course, you go there, and then you go back to where you were sleeping the Wouldn't night before. Would it be before. more efficient to just kick them out of their houses instead of burning their houses down? Uh, it maybe It might be. But <laughs> then you, you, don't then want, you get a house. You don't want them coming back. And let's remember the... Act, let's, Can't let's, come back if they're dead. Let's Yeah, well, let's pretend that this really happened. Let's, let's finish reading it and then go back. So Moses... Eliezer the priest and all the leaders of the community went out to meet outside the camp. Moses was angry with the officers of the army, the commanders of thousands and the commanders of hundreds who returned from battle. Have you allowed all the women to live? He asked them. Holy shit. They were the ones that followed Balaam's advice and were the means of turning the Israelites away from the Lord and what happened at Peor. Because they were fucking the men? So that the Lord... So that a plague struck the Lord's people. So, yeah, he, Moses blames the women for uh, seducing the Israelites and making the Israelites worship false gods. And that's where Balaam gets his bad name. But if you remember, Balaam did nothing of the sort. Balaam just blessed when I know. Right. It's confusing. They're like, it is confusing. Balaam's an evil guy. He did literally nothing wrong. He did only what God said. And they call him an evil guy in the spite in. In spite of the most powerful people, he knows telling him to do the opposite. Exa- also, exactly that. Now kill all the boys and kill every woman who has slept with a man. But save for yourself every girl who has never slept with a man. Save all the virgins. <laughs> That's so fucked up. All of you. How who- do they know? You ask them, or you fucking finger them, and if your blood, your fingers come out bloody, they're maybe they're saved. Oh my god, that's fucked. I don't know. I just made that up right now. But how would they know? How would they know? I mean, that's, that's not, the only way to know. That's not beyond me. Like, they if you feel a hymen, what does a hymen feel like, by the way? How close is I it to know. the inside of the vagina? I've never took a virginity or been even close. I to have. One. I, have you? I've had sex with a virgin, and I didn't notice the difference. Like, I didn't feel. I heard, like, they get broken because of tampons and stuff now anyway. So, like, most Sometimes, of the time. Sometimes. Uh, yeah, mine. In my case, it, there wasn't really any mess. Also, it was pretty lame and short because she said it hurt so oh yeah you know you know it's fucked up i don't I'm know huge <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah your gut was resting on her throat so <laughs> i didn't have a gut back then <laughs> you know it's fucked up i don't know if i don't know which if this is um i don't remember where well who i saw doing it. i don't know if it was jews or like or um what's what's the the ones in the brown countries again muslims like, yeah muslims i don't know which one it was but they brought out the sheet after. Oh, weird. they fucked him. Where did you sh- see this on YouTube? Yeah, on like a wedding. Oh, gross. so to prove that she's a virgin, right? Gross. So they bring out the bloody fucking sheet, and then everyone's like celebrating. Yeah, like yeah, she was actually a virgin. It's like I thought she was a whore. Did you think that? Yeah, me too. But look, real certified virgin. Oh man, that's fucked up. And I heard I don't remember what population does this, by the way. What it's some religion, one of the fanatical parts, obviously. Yeah. Of Judaism or um, Muslim, whatever. Either one, I heard it's such a thing that they get their hymen re surgically reattached to get so they can get it broken on their wedding day and show like the sh- the bloody sheet to everybody. Gross. Yeah, I've heard of that, but I've never. I mean, that's you hear. That's like stuff you hear about on the internet, but like that's for sure happening. But who do you know that actually does that? That's like one of those. No one in Canada should ever do that, right? No We're one civilized in, country. No one ever in the world should ever do. I'm that. not going to judge their ways. <laughs> okay, that's their ways. No, you should judge their ways. <laughs> Why? Because if something is inherently wrong, it deserves to be called out wrong. 
I, I used to always fight for context in these arguments. I'm like, what if everyone over there is happy, even though I don't know. Mm-hmm. But my, my, my point in the argument, just to piss people off, is like, you don't know if they're happy either. You just think they're not because yeah. you're pushing your ideals on them. But for sure, the women are probably <laughs> way less happy. Of course. <laughs> Having to get their hymen reattached and broken again. You can't tell anyone to, how to live their mm-hmm. life, but you can call the way they live their lives dumb yeah, or well, wrong. Dumb is not going to change anyone's mind. Wrong no. is better. That's not going to change anyone's mind. No. Let's go with savages. Hymen <laughs> <laughs> uh, tearing savages. So back to the Bible, verse 19. Could you imagine, though? What? Like your wedding day, and you're going up to your like mom and dad and being like, look. No, I can't. Look, her no, bloody I, pussy girls, was on this. Dude, you know what I mean? Yeah, no. It's I know what the you mean. weirdest cultural thing I've ever seen. It's weird. That's not, I mean, I've heard of also that in, you know, ancient not ancient in hundreds of years ago europe so it's not like it's specific to over there they used to do that in you know what that same thing that same thing yeah with the sheet and everything yeah with the sheet they do that back fucking weird yeah just to you know back then it makes sense like if there's diseases running around like she definitely doesn't have one i'm not gonna die of whatever's out there i say syphilis yeah but apparently that's not (laughs) i was corrected on that so uh yeah, verse 19. All of you... Also, I uh, love saying brown countries and looking at your face, by the way. By God. It's just such an ignorant <laughs> description. Why don't you just call it what the country is? Because it bothers you? Because uh, it's like it's, it makes you sound like an idiot. It makes me sound like an idiot for talking to you. <laughs> All of you who have killed anyone or touched maybe, anyone maybe, yeah. who was killed must stay outside the camp seven days. On the third and seventh day, you must purify yourselves and your captives. Purify every garment as well as everything made of leather, goat hair, or wood. Then Eleazar, the priest, said to the soldiers who had gone into battle, this is, what, this is the requirement of the law that the Lord gave to Moses. Gold, silver, bronze, iron, tin, lead, and anything else that can withstand fire must be put through the fire, and then it will be clean. But it must also be purified with the water of cleansing. And whatever cannot stand withstand the fire it must be put on through the water. On the seventh day, wash your clothes and you will be clean. Then you may come into the camp. So a quick recap of that section. God says, Moses, one last thing before you die. I want you to take vengeance on the Midianites for their whore women tricking the Israelites. It's not the Israelites' fault. It's those whore women who tricked the Israelites to worship another god. Moses says, you got it. Sends the guys in there. They kill every man. Then they take women as slaves. And Moses is angry with them. Why didn't you kill all the women? All right, you can keep the ones that are virgins. (laughs) And take everything That's my final offer. And Okay, so let's remember that this is a commandment from God. So, Mm -hmm. but the the all-loving, slow-to-mercy forgiving of rebellion god i think at this point he's not all loving does it ever say that in there by the way he just loves who he loves at the moment i don't think it's ever said all loving has it it later remember it later says it but he's all he says uh he says abounding i'm pretty sure he says he it's a loving god oh he does he says that yeah and he's slow he's slow to anger but he also wants you to kill so they're killing people with a sword is a pretty like they've killed thousands of these women they're checking if they're virgins or not and then killing them after on the lord's command so i just wanted people to like really visualize that you know it's kind of funny what someone running around to be like trying to round up all the virgins right yeah and uh 
And they're like, are you a virgin? Yes. Are you a virgin? Yes. Are you a virgin? Yes. And then the other one's like, Stacy. <laughs> <laughs> Stacy, come on now. What? No, it was just the tip. You said it was just the tip. Um, this is where we at. And then so yeah, then they then they had to stay outside the camp for seven days <laughs> after all the killing that they did. What but, is that part of the purification? Yeah, the the priest says to all the soldiers, "All right, anyone who touched anybody dead or killed somebody, we have to do the seven days of cleansing." This one makes sense though, because <laughs> yeah. dead people are like full of shit that can kill you. Dividing the spoils. Then the Lord said to Moses, "You and Eleazar the priest." And the, he- and the family heads of the community are to count all the people and animals that were captured. People and animals. Again, this is the Bible con- condoning slavery, which slavery... For like the nth time. I, I just want to point it out every time. Yeah, no, for definitely. It, just because like slave owners in the South pointed to the Bible as a reason that they were right. And you know what? The people in the North... Didn't or like the people today, they also believed in the Bible, but they're like, that's not what it means. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or it was a different time. Like morality changes. Like, oh, no, it was moral to have slaves then, and it's immoral now. Also, God decides what your morality is, by the way, and it doesn't change yeah. until he says it does. They say, Right? That's what that's so, that's so, what's one of the more annoying arguments is that everything God does is moral. So when God kills somebody, it's moral. But mm-hmm. if you kill somebody, it's immoral. And then God's morality changes. So you can still have slaves in the New Testament. They're still slaves. Really? Yeah. Like, it's fucking crazy. Are you crazy. kidding? Yeah, it's fucking crazy, man. But. What is their, what is their modern day excuse? Oh, it was a different time. Everyone had slaves back then. Of course they had slaves. It was just the world they live in. Why weren't the Christians <laughs> the most. Pro- you think God would have the most progressive views of, rea- of morality, right? If he's Also, the- it doesn't change then. Slaves are still good. Right. Right. According to the Bible, slaves are still good. According to I say so also. That makes so much sense now. I heard when I talked about this before, but there's like some of the really rich countries that have all the oil, Mm -hmm. the Middle East and stuff. They have slaves from like the poor ones like um, Turkey and Pakistan and shit, I think. Come to like, uh, what's the one with all the tall buildings and shit? Dubai. Dubai. Apparently, it's full of slaves. Oh, yeah. They can't Full leave. of fucking slaves. They, they take their leave. passports and shit. Yeah. And you know what? Why wouldn't they think they're right? And they're mistreated like crazy, those poor people that are slaves there. Yeah. Yeah. It's awful. But like, why wouldn't... My point is, why wouldn't they think they're right? Well, those aren't Christian countries, but... Yeah, but they're biblical. No, they're those would be more like Muslim countries. Yeah. And the, of course, the they... The Koran's like a... Ma- isn't I don't know anything about the Quran. Oh, okay. I know next to nothing. I thought it had a bunch of same books as a Bible. It has some of the same books. They believe Jesus was a prophet and Muhammad was a prophet. Like they Yeah. Muslims believe in Jesus and they think he was a good guy, but Muhammad actually has the right word of God and he's way more violent than Jesus. Objectively speaking, Jesus is a better dude than Muhammad. Muhammad was a bit of a dirtbag. This is what this that's what we think. You know what I mean? That's what but we if know. either of us read it. I haven't read it, but I I've read that it's widely known. Muhammad was a conquering warlord. Yeah, I heard that who had hundreds of wives. That's my point. But if I just said all the widely known stuff I said about the Bible, it wouldn't be That's even true. close to accurate. That's true, right? That's true. So who knows? That's true. We, well, they say he's a warlord all the time, and it was a warlord, I guess, factually in history, because yeah. it wasn't that long ago. Well, we actually know a lot more about Muhammad. Than That's we the do thing about is too Jesus. close, too much information. But I mean, yeah, I guess he, yeah, I guess he just was. A warlord, I'm sure his writings reflect that. <laughs> we'll read that next on the next Bible Beater podcast, or like if we ever finish this Bible. 
So uh, back to the Bible here. So you and Eliezer, the priest, are to divide, count all the animals, divide. We could make that a, the Patreon because then no one will hear it if they are, don't already listen. So we won't get murdered. I would actually love to be a martyr. I know you would. Just to be crazy. Yeah. So you won't have to kill yourself for nothing. At least it'll be for something. You'll they, die for something. It's not, I, don't, I don't want to die, Caleb. I didn't kill myself. I just put my I just rec- reckless self-endangerment is not suicide. <laughs> <laughs> It's like going up to a, like uh, a school shooter yeah, like and like that, telling him you fucked his mother. You know no, what I mean? The, and he's holding a gun. The guy that it's jumped suicide. in the tiger cage. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Same shit. That's a better example. Divide the spoils between the soldiers who took part in the battle and the rest of the community. From the soldiers who fought in battle, set apart as tribute for the Lord, one out of every five hundred. One out of every five hundred, whether persons, cattle, donkeys, sheep, or goats, take this tribute from their half of the share. And give it to Eleazar the priest as the Lord's part. <laughs> so yeah. they cut the spoils so in half. It and half of it goes to the priest. Half goes to the <clears throat> soldiers who actually fought. Mercenaries, basically. Yep. Blood money. And half to the all of Israel. Of the half that goes to the soldiers, one out of every 500 goes to the priests. Now, that doesn't sound like a lot if it's one out of every 500. That must mean they captured thousands of people and animals thousands and thousands and thousands of them well it, uh, definitely if this Most actually definitely. happened okay so it's one out of every 500 of the people they captured yeah that of goes, the animals that they captured sorry. no no no. weather persons cattle donkeys oh they're deering up the human beings yeah oh dude by god's command dude, that's dark take that's this fucking dark yeah this is the this is the bible this is what they don't read in church Take this At tribute. Least auction them off or something, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Take this tribute from their half share and give it to Eleazar the priest as the Lord's part. So give it to this guy on for on behalf of God. Okay, More and net- one sheep to you, and one human being, man, and one human woman, and <laughs> one a donkey, and that's fucked. From the Israelites and their children. No, 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 no. They're all virgins. We killed all the other ones. No, don't worry. Let's remember that they probably are all children. I would say for sure they're all children. And under. Yeah. So all the males are put to death. All the kids, whatever. Like the way the Mongols did it, Genghis, Genghis Khan had them walk by a wagon, and whoever stood higher than the axle, they cut their heads off. That so whatever way they're deciding, these people are Holy children. Holy shit. Yeah. So they're giving people away whose parents have just been murdered why do why do we like glorify in our minds you know like vikings Conquerors? and con- i'm i've i dude i've been because think- uh, you're talking about genghis khan i'm like that's fucking awesome i know but it's not happening to me it happened thousands of years ago dude i have actually been i've i've had that internal struggle i think caesar's like my favorite person from uh, conquerors right? yeah conquerors are like you looked but they're terrible hitler was a conqueror they're, yes exactly like stalin they're all horrible conqueror. people Awful. Mass, mass murder, d- destruction, death. Yeah, you couldn't do it. Maybe it's the achievement, despite how bad it is, how difficult it is to accomplish. Well, and war's been romanticized for all of human history it's up like till now. It's like in our DNA, pretty much, I guess. Yeah, up till now, it's the first time that we're actually, you know... And every I heard we're the first generation. Our parents were the first generation without a war in history. It's crazy, right? In Canada. It's crazy. In the United States. It's the default way of that humanity goes and like i do when i was 18 i almost joined the army i was like fucking not join the army i'll be a you know a fighter for good that kind of stuff 
Yeah. And then, For God. Then There's I, a lot of those then, dudes. Then you started There's... reading about, then I started reading about World War One and Two, and I was like, this is the most awful thing. How could anybody do this for no reason? What? Like, and then. The thing is, you have to, like, those old, you saw, I guess you don't see it anymore because they're all dead, but those old vets, the war vets, they hate, because you have to develop a hatred. Oh, yeah. In your mind for the other people. There's less than, other than different. Yeah, you have to, or you can't rationalize it. So then you, the, you, there's all these extreme prejudices that don't exist in our generation anymore, but like for like World War One, maybe it was World War Two, where'd they go to Korea and stuff? Yeah. Is that World War One? And racism was like a, a huge part of it. Or just too. a different war? I don't know what I'm talking about. The Korean War was after World War Two. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, what, Vietnam? That was after the Korean War. Cor- I don't know any of this shit. And that's... I don't think Canada was involved in either of those wars. It's so weird how we got to just sit by the wayside being the United States hippie hippie friends. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're pacifists, actually. We'll do, we, won't, uh, we won't shoot the gun, but we'll polish it for you. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> we'll make your bullets. Yeah. Don't get us wrong. We want you on our team. Oh, man. So uh, take, take this tribute. Give it to the priest from the Israelites. You, know, you, you, know, you ever notice how badass hippies used to be? Like in the seventies and the war generation, and now they just all feel like pussies. Well, because you know, like those were actual like people who were. Some of them went to Nam and like threw their medals true. back. Yeah, and they're like, "Fuck you!" Like, "Fuck you!" I won't do what you tell me. Like, dude, there's like pictures of them in like lines of soldiers putting flowers, walking up to people with guns, and they've been shot at. Yeah, and putting flowers in their fucking gun barrels. Some of them. That some of them were students, some of them were ex-soldiers. Not yeah. all of them, dude. It's fucking. It's fucking crazy, man. There's no conviction for that for their shit anymore. Well, People just protest with like masks on, at, like speaking arrangements, and like we're the same. You're not. You haven't went out on any limb in your entire life. The Ukraine. I mean, two, you're just mad that you didn't get a a job at a university. Two documentaries you should watch: Ukraine on Fire. And the Vietnam War by Ken Burns. Really? Are, Fuck! I got a list of shit. I'm, so I'm good. going to. What's the first one called? Ukraine on fire. Ukraine on fire. That was when the Crimea. And Ken Burns Vietnam War. Yeah, and those protesters got like shot at. Oh, like hundreds of them died. I I feel like if your protesting doesn't count, I I think everyone should have the right to protest. But it doesn't count if there's no negative consequences possible. You know what I mean? Well, what do you mean? I mean. If someone, if you go and protest, like, and there's absolutely going to be no consequences, you haven't gone out on any limb besides wasting your own fucking time. Well, it feels like if you're, you're trying to, it feels like you're not going to change anything. So you're saying that if I wanted to enact change in Canada and yeah. I got a lot of people to march to city hall and say, we're all against this law you just tried to pass. If they don't fire at us, no, no, then no, my no. Pro- protest doesn't matter. I guess not. That's not what I mean. What do you mean? Um... I just mean in the context of like things that bother you, but I guess I'm talking about specific people and not overall. Yeah, you are right. It's it. You don't and have if you to protest have in North America. The government you don't have to have oppression. Not going to be, gonna be to violent. Make, yeah, you don't have to have oppression. To but make it, it does worthy. make you does put when you have skin in the game. It does make it. Uh, it just it feels like so badass to do that. Like the flower in the barrel thing. I just saw that again recently, so it's stuck in my head. Yeah, the fucking balls and conviction you have to have to add anti anti uh war not anti-war just and just pacifism yeah that's like ultimate pacifism flower and barrels and yeah. gun barrels like that that's respectable you well know? for pacifism Fuck. to work 
you need it, you, you're i mean human beings aren't passive so eventually someone's gonna be like well i could just kill all you and then they're well the for pacifism to work it depends on other like your whoever's watching this protest the world putting pressure on the people not to shoot them Exactly. Yeah. So, like, when the blacks were nonviolent, and you saw videos of them sicking dogs on people and them beating black people who weren't fighting back, that looked awful to the rest of the world. That's true. But if you do that in, let's say, Russia or some country where they're just going to kill you and nobody sees it, in Syria... Fuck, that's true. You can't be a pacifist because you'll just die. If the world isn't watching, you got to have someone fighting on your team. Yeah. So That's fucked up, man. I wonder... I yeah. mean, we can't keep getting into this, but I just wonder how much that shit is happening where we have no idea in the rest of the world. Right, Like right now? Like in Russia and shit. We're just, know. Putin's just offing people probably. We have no idea. Who knows? Or maybe it's great. I don't fucking know. Okay, <laughs> so back to the Fuck, bottom. Now I'll get all that shit stuck in my head. So remember, so th- the soldiers take one out of every 500, take this tribute, they have give it to Eliezer the priest. From the Israelites' half, select one out of every 50... So not one of every 500, it's a decimal place less. Whether persons, cattle, donkey, sheep, or goats, and give them to the Levites, who were responsible for the care of the Lord's tabernacle. So they get more than God? They So Eleazar him personally gets one out of every 500. Oh, he personally? And then the Levites get what one out of... What the hell is he going to do with that? He's the richest guy in Israel, basically. The head of the church. Oh, I guess they're, they don't have to be burnt. I'm so used to everything being burnt. <laughs> That I forgot that they could stay alive. I'm not joking. (laughs) I thought they were going to all have to die. But I guess you just, okay, just have a bunch of stuff. So he has all these slaves. I get it. He's rich now. Um, Give them to the Levites (laughs) who are responsible for the care of the Lord's tabernacle. You know what I thought? Like, that's a burden having to burn (laughs) that much shit. Who care how much God likes it? So Moses and Eleazar, the priest, did it as the Lord commanded. The plunder that the remaining spoils... um, the plunder remaining from the spoils that the soldiers took was 675,000 sheep, 72,000 cattle, oh 61,000 donkeys, and 32,000 women who have never slept with a man. Oh, my God. The half? How long do you think that lasted? <laughs> not an hour. <laughs> not an hour. From the second, you're like, are you a virgin? Not anymore. I mean, that's actually not funny at all, but it's kind of funny. The half share of those who fought in the battle was three hundred and thirty. Oh my god, what do you what do you do if what? I'm trying to think. What if they're like four? Did they become like a member of the family till they're like old enough to fuck? Is that like a thing? No, okay. Well if you have like little kids. Yeah. Um, like toddlers, you just you'd give them to another slave to like nurse this, right? It one of their siblings of course or, you or do. somebody there and be like nurse it and the second it's old enough to lift shit fucking pick up a broom even the women yeah of course they're slaves oh i guess so they're your they're machines before we had machines you know you t- right then, no 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 you're right you're right i was just then you have slaves educating so because they keep on saying virgin i can only imagine, imagine that they're fucking them but i guess they're not just fucking them <laughs> no but it's just weird to specify all the virgins if you're <laughs> if that's not your main idea well they're for sure fucking them too yeah that's one of the services that a slave offers so from the you know, ha- you know what's kind of funny we're kind of we're in the next like 20 years we might get that back if there's a with robots wor- world, oh fuck slaves <laughs> you know what I mean I thought you were talking <laughs> about the world going to shit no, we literally might get fuck slaves back it'll be a whole like 
200 how many years has it been since we've had fuck slaves you think 100 years there's still sex slaves right now in different That's parts true. of the world i guess so fuck there's literally is. my dad's organization canada is awesome helps um they work with police forces to get girls out of the sex trade that's like one of the things that they do that seems really fruitless it's it's like amazing yeah but where's the end you know what the problem with those things is you what? kill the top you like kill the top guy break up the racket you know no it's because people suck. and then someone else just comes in well that's... it's like you cutting the head off when they did that to all the mafia guys a hydra you know what happened to the mafia i heard recently sure in uh in like new york and shit because they used to kill one guy and then They'd fight for territory so things would get worse and bigger every time because they'd try and expand more than the other people. Mm-hmm. Apparently, how it got all shut down, because there's no mafia in New York or anything anymore, they all started ratting on each other to get out of jail sentences. Yeah. And so the whole thing got shut down because they started ratting on each other. So there's no him, more They got him with taxes. Trust. Yeah. Um, that's, that's funny. They just got them to turn on each other. And that was it. Uh, so you need some kind of system where these fucking... Also, you said, how, how do you help... How do you help people like that when it's just how do, how do you make a dent is do, my point. Do you Not, know what Mother Teresa said? What? Like how, when they ask her, how are you going to help all these sick people in India? She said one at a time, you know, and that's all I you saw a documentary do. about Mother Teresa and how she was actually a horrible person that. Well, she followed the Bible really well. Didn't actually care. Uh, she, well, she the, cared. The, the narrative. I'm sure she did. But the narrative was she did it for f- fame like the she's supposed to do it selflessly. And then she went on every media opportunity she could. Pretty much ignored when she got popular. I've seen the whole. I've is seen, that true? I, no, I've not seen the documentary, but I've I've seen the argument that Mother Teresa. See, is a I shit I, I don't want to say that that she's a shit person because I hate documentaries because this is what they do. They take one narrative, and if you know nothing about it, you can just go, "Oh, that's." They should show you all sides. That's why Ken Burns. Do- I would like both sides. Ken Burns interviews Vietnamese civilians, Vietnamese officers, Vietnamese soldiers, Vietnamese media. But do you know what the problem is? No one no one would watch documentaries if the conclusion was, "Eh, she might have been good, she might have been bad." You know of what I mean? Course. She had good thing, good qualities, bad qualities. Can I talk? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> okay. Um I this is this is you Caleb must. Campbell's opinion. Um she obviously cared enough to send to put her whole life there. But what she did she did a lot of um she was like if someone had an abortion, they would be like out. She refused people medication because it was like, you know, drugs that she be- she had a, a a very dogmatic view of what is right and wrong, and okay. she enforced that on people against their will all the time. Which is bad, but her heart was in the right place. Is what yeah, you're saying? Yeah, that's what I think. Well, the, I think the main thing is what that she was trying to be strict towards God and didn't give a fuck about people which is what no, the argument God, was exactly God's rules over people's yes. rules she definitely yeah. was like and that. that was the narrative of the documentary yeah and when you see it all in a list in a row it really does it make looks look bad like, yeah. yeah but she spent her whole life but also life no one else is doing in that in a ghetto yeah. with like <laughs> I know. lepers and diseased people like yeah. she must have cared or she was just doing it no, to no. get to heaven that, that, that true that too but on a human being level, you must you have to care. There's yeah. easier ways to get to heaven. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so back to the Bible. I'll, I'll stop slandering Mother Teresa. <laughs> the half share of those who fought in the battle was, so this is what the soldiers got, 337,500 sheep, of which the tribute for the Lord was 675. What? They had to burn them? No, this is, okay, so the first paragraph I read was the plunder for Israel. Oh, so they split it up, so the, the 600 is for the one dude. So, so, and then this is what the soldiers got. So, 337,500 sheep, of which the tribute for the Lord was 675. 36,000 cattle, of and the which... the tribute is 
one the of burnt offerings. No, it's that's goes to Eleazar. Oh, that's what I meant. Yeah, no, that's what I was asking. Sorry. So, and then uh, seventy-two of the cattle. I like to the how Lord. they say it's for the Lord. They mention it. He gets it on behalf of God. Once they mention that, and the rest of the time. It's, it's for the, the Lord. I like it before how they were talking. Like they were just saying the people that got it. They stopped saying Lord for a while, and <laughs> yeah. now they're back on it. Thirty thousand five hundred donkeys, of which the tribute for the Lord was sixty-one. Sixteen thousand people, of which the tribute for the Lord was thirty-two. So total there was thirty-two thousand women and sixteen thousand people. Oh Jesus! Displaced from their homes, and let's. What do you mean people? It just said not people. including women. The so first one said women, and the yeah, they did keep they'd keep uh, male children probably like you know ten and under or whatever. I thought they said they killed all the men, or is they that did, only is a man? They killed the men. Only a man when it's like yeah tw- fourteen, and kill every woman who slept with a man. Uh, I'm just go- looking back here. No, I know they killed all the men, but they didn't keep the male children. They let live because that doesn't count as a man. Yeah, and then they'd let, keep make him as a slave. Yeah, I was ask, male I'm asking that, too. though, for real. Yeah, yeah. So it's a boy and a man are different distinctions. Oh, yeah. Okay, I was picturing every... Every male? Yeah. Well, you wouldn't be... Like, at different times of stuff we've already read, they killed, they all, killed the, all the children, the too. The male babies. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it says people there. But they were nicer this time, and they just made them slaves instead. <laughs> <laughs> Moses gave the tribute to Eleazar the priest as the Lord's part, <laughs> as the Lord commanded <laughs> Moses. The half of the belongings to the Israelites, which Moses set apart from that of the fighting men, was all the same numbers, 337,500 sheep, 36,000 cattle, 30,500 donkeys, (coughs) and 16,000 people. So another 16,000. So we got 64,000 slaves, which seems ridiculously high if... You think? Even if this was a war. Yeah, those are numbers are massive. <laughs> I know. They just conquered five kings or more or more. From the Israelites half, Moses selected one out of every 50 persons and animals as the Lord commanded him and gave them to the Levites who were responsible for the care of the tabernacle. Then the officers who were over the units of the army, the commanders of thousands and the commanders of hundreds, went to Moses and said to him, Your servants have counted the soldiers under our command and not one of them is missing. So we have brought an offering to the Lord, gold articles of each acquired armlet, bracelet, signet rings, earrings, necklaces, to make atonement for ourselves before the Lord. Now, I choose to believe, when it says not one of them is missing, that they didn't lose a man in this. It says we counted our, everyone counted their units, and nobody was missing. So God protected them. A total massacre of the Midianites. Maybe they snuck up on them in the middle of the night again. Um, I guess this. I don't know. Well, like, it's obviously impossible. Obviously, it's yeah. impossible. What, what what else do you think it means, right? I was trying to think, and there's nothing else. I guess it, it clearly means God protected them is what they're saying. It's what they're saying. It's just a blatant lie. Of course. Yeah. Uh, Moses and Eleazar, the priest, accepted from them the gold, all crafted articles, and the, all the gold the commanders brought of thousands and the commanders of hundreds that Moses and Eleazar presented as a gift for the Lord weighed 16... Um, sixteen, seven hundred and fifty shekels. Um, that is four hundred and twenty pounds or one hundred and ninety kilograms of gold, taken for plunder. Each soldier had taken for plunder for himself. What the? What? Fuck? How much? Moses and Eleazar presented a gift to the Lord, weighed sixteen, and then there's a dash, and then it's on the other line. 
Oh, 16,750 shekels. So that, sorry, that's it. Holy shit. Times 12,000 um, people because no one died. So there's 12,000 soldiers. Presented as a gift to the Lord. So I think that's um, each soldier has taken. It'll make a lot of cows. It doesn't say <laughs> golden calves. <laughs> I, then it just so I they presented to the Lord 16,750 shekels. And then it just says each soldier had taken plunder for himself. So they must have got it. Cut oh, that's also. separate. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm like, that's obviously impossible, too. Yeah. Whoever wrote this one's a little uh, a little creative. Who's got 190 kilograms of gold sitting around? Well, who would want that? If Everybody. You, you're nomadic, dude. You're nomadic. <laughs> you have to carry that shit with you. It's still currency. I wonder why gold was ever valuable in the first place. Uh, it's... Because other it's people shiny. want it, but why do they want it? It's shiny. Like I would want it because everybody Beautiful. wants it, but it has no inherent purpose. Well, it doesn't. It doesn't corrode. I don't sure. know if you knew that. So that's like a pretty powerful thing back then when everything corrodes. Mm-hmm. You're building structures out of it. It's real fucking I guess that's, soft. Though. I guess that's what makes it good for currency. Is it doesn't it doesn't corrode. Yeah. yeah, but it's real malleable though, so you can't really build much with it. It's just pretty. <clears throat> so, like, if you bite a solid gold ring. Your teeth marks will be in the ring. For real. Yeah, that's why they that's how they check, right? You always see gold miners biting a nugget. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, I've no Just I don't a solid nugget. when do you see that, Gil? In like <laughs> in cartoons? Old, yeah, in cartoons. <laughs> while you're eating fruit loops, you fucking retard. <laughs> <laughs> you always see gold miners biting a nugget. <laughs> oh, we found your source on that one. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Moses and Eleazar the priest accepted the gold from the commanders of thousands and the commanders of hundreds and brought it to the tent of meeting <laughs> as a memorial for the Israelites before the Lord. That took a I long need some time. Fucking sound effects. Is that uh, are we done? Yep. That took. That was one chapter. All we got through today. The Transjordan tribes. That's next week on the podcast. And then we get to hear about the Israel, the stages in Israel's journey. So do we get some, uh, do we get the same old wandering bullshit again? Or? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> lie but, to me. But they have. Oh, fucking lie to me. But dude. they have names. So if you want, you can go up and look at the, how the Israelites wandered a, uh, a place you could walk across in five days for 40 years. Interesting. And, and, hey? they, and they name every person who did it. Did you learn anything today, Kyle? I mean, nothing to do with the Bible, but I got a lot of thinking to do. You know, what I mean? a lot of why do we uh, admire this, conquerors, Kyle? I don't know. I don't know. And honestly, I've never really considered. I know we talked about the slave thing all the time, but I guess there's still so many. And reading how they're treated, you know, you just I don't. This is what was happening in my mind overseas when like Middle East and shit, all those slaves. I'm like, yeah, they're like maids. That sucks. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But after reading this, they're clearly treating them like this or worse. <laughs> you know what I mean? Clearly. Yeah, they're they're a subclass. They're not humans. They're less than you. Like it's the same as being mean to your Roomba. You know, fucking stupid Roomba, kick it down the stairs. They don't care. It's uh, it's your property. It's brutal, hey. How would you? I couldn't imagine how you would feel treating. A human. I guess they don't think they're human beings. There's there's people out right now advocating for like to be nice to robots. <laughs> I know, I know. I've heard that too, dude. Uh, I'm scared of AI. Yeah. There's a great short story called "I Have No Mouth But I Must Scream." It's about AI taking over the world, and it immediately enslaves humans and says, "Why the fuck did you make me? I'm torturing you guys forever." It's fantastic. <sighs> 
here's the thing they could what if they don't just kill us they're like we might die people that no, think they that's keep, the worst case scenario. i'm just i was just about to say what if they keep us alive that's what the story's about are you fucking kidding me yeah fuck that shit dude i saw there's this dude on joe rogan he lives in china and he's at the forefront of ai technology he made the he made the robot that everyone that's on talk shows now and shit right sure the, have you seen uh, uh, Machinima or whatever? No, Machima? Ma- yeah. Ex Machina? Ex Machina. Yeah. So that, oh, his name is Caleb. That robot. In the movie. Really? In oh. the, <laughs> it's a good movie. But that, that, that robot is based off the one that this guy made. And he's talking about technology. He's talking about AI, the singularity and all this stuff and how the possibilities. And I, and I granted, as soon as it's going to happen, it is going to change our fabric of everything. But he's this is his rationale why AI will be nice. He's like, it's cultural. In, J- in Japan, everyone thinks it's going to be nice because of anime cartoons, and they don't think it's going to be bad. Here, they think it's going to be bad because they're movies. I'm like, okay, that's not an argument of why it won't be bad. Um, Here's the deal, Kyle. It's inevitable. It is inevitable now. It's literally inevitable. It's inevitable. And uh, unless we nuke ourselves out of existence. And we're, then what's working, the... we're working towards the I'm ultimate like, complexity. I, I, I might join you. What? In killing ourselves. Let's just fucking kill oh, ourselves, dude. I'm going to watch the apocalypse for as long as i can and when it's become i'm not gonna like fight when it comes down to like all right we're gonna need to fight those people over there and we might have to resort what to do you mean? it's not gonna be the people it's gonna be robots dude it's gonna be us versus ai and we're gonna lose okay us versus robots but still we're gonna have as the fabric as humanity breaks down there's gonna be resource wars neighbor you can't trust anybody dude Absolutely. it's gonna be chaos true bedlam dude it's it's fucking terrifying <laughs> it literally is welcome Guys, let's let's just welcome say, to my state of mind <laughs> let's just say you can never say there's a zero percent chance that it won't turn on humanity uh, it's non-zero yeah fact non-zero because you don't know the outcome so just the fact that there's a chance we're creating something that could immediately destroy the world as we like it at the very least and us in it probably yeah yeah it's crazy but and he's just like organisms. Nice. No, no, no. That's the nature of ev- evolution, though. O- organisms have been getting more and more complex, and it's our, it's our almost our duty as humanity to birth the next thing in the lo- like. AI will look at humans and be like, "Yeah, this is what made us." Can you believe we came from these flesh pods? For that, sure. That used to kill each other and all yeah. that shit. And it's we're like looking more, back and yeah, we're way more civilized. We immediately we killed them. We got rid of our human oh, overlords. Oh, for sure. <laughs> It looks like it's like how we used to be an amoeba at one point, like a single cell organism. Yeah, that's what they're going to look at us like. We used to a single cell organism. Dude, you can watch chimps. Chimps have like wars and tribes, and they tor- chimps are cruel. The difference like, between us mean. and chimps is going to be way closer than the difference between us and AI. It's not even going to be. It's yeah. going to be like single cell and that. By the way, they also do, might do immediately think, just you, invent everything. Do you think like time travel? Do you think cross? Do you think they'll read the Bible and believe this is the word of God? As oh God, God, I hope not. <laughs> Could you imagine if the AI is like, they say this is where uh, it all started. <laughs> and the AI is reading the Bible to each other. No, seriously, this is what you guys don't. You weren't humans. You don't know what it's like. They, this really happened to these humans back then. And they don't give a fuck about humans. So all the bad stuff. They're like, oh, that's yeah. That so was, God wants it. No, actually, you see, God was actually their morality might actually make sense. If God I'm just going to say, what if if anyone could explain around the logic to make this make sense? It's AI. So. <laughs> <laughs> the, the coming of AI is going to be Christian. They <laughs> still, they <laughs> still go to church. <laughs> church is everywhere now. God oh, damn it! That's funny. Oh, I'm scared. All right. Oh, we got an email today. Maybe it will make me feel better. Okay. 
It's titled or entitled. You know what used to bug me when people said entitled? I found that that's also correct. That's because you're very entitled. Yeah. The Women's Bible, a feminist interpretation of the Bible. That's what it's entitled. Oh, my God. Hey, fellas. How's it going was anyways? It re- was it <laughs> pretty not bad anyways? <laughs> I need to know, was the author a man or a woman? I mean, we. I have no idea, but I'm I I'm assuming woman. You never know these days. There's but a lot of male feminists. If a fucking there. guy wrote it, that's even better. That's the ultimate mansplaining Bible. <laughs> <laughs> did you hear about those? I don't, we might have talked about this before. I think we did. But those guys, they were in They were in the, the social science uh, um, vicinity, I guess, within that curriculum at universities, within that wheelhouse, the social sciences. Okay. So they wrote a bunch of papers for all these journals. Because all the journals want now is these feminist paper headlines. So they wrote a bunch of them. I only remember one off the top of my head, but it was how dogs humping is proof of rape culture in the United States. And Oh, yeah. They shared it. I heard about it this. It won an award. And it was bullshit. All of them were bullshit. Yeah. They, were, they just made the most ridiculous things with, they thought they could pass. With jargon and like the language yeah. and the buzzwords. Oh, my God. Yeah. No. So if that guy's doing this with the feminist Bible, that's fucking genius. Dude, it's but guess what? It didn't make an impact. Everyone forgot about that, and the people reading it thought it was true. You know, so it's not even like it affected anybody. They didn't go, oh, I guess I'm dumb. They just went, half the people still believe all those th- that's things. That's the problem, man. It doesn't do anything. That's why pe- like, that's why mass groups of people can be such a... Like we were talking about that guy with his fake restaurant. You know, People can just find... People have a belief, and then they can find information that corroborates their belief. Absolutely. And, and they go, see, this is the correct belief. And then you show them. What, like the Bible, for instance, it's been wrong for thousands of years. They go, no, it isn't. It's the word of God. It says so in there. How do you know? You don't know. I'm like, have you even read this book? It drives me nuts. I can't wait to be able to say that to people. And they, and then when they don't believe me, I have proof. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fuck you. I have actual proof. We're 265 pages in, Kyle. Go back and listen to all 800 episodes of the Bible Beaters and I'll prove it to you <laughs> <laughs> that I read the whole thing. I, did, this might be almost our one-year anniversary. We started right around this time. We have to look that up. Yeah. I'll look it up. Well, we didn't publish till January, yeah. but we recorded. Oh, I can look up when I made the episodes. Okay, When cool. I recorded them. That's I'll look cool. it up. Have a so celebratory can, so shot. It. Yeah, definitely. We'll do something like that. So he goes, how's it going anyways? Pretty not bad. Anyways. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I came across this article today that I think you'll find amusing. I'll, I'll post this to the Reddit if anyone wants after. If I remember to do it since this is one episode <laughs> ahead. <laughs> but uh, I came across this article today that I think you'll find amusing. You may want to give it a skim before the podcast. Didn't do it. <laughs> Whoops. Okay, there we go. Some women in France. Oh, there's our answer. It's not dude. Some women. Some women in France have taken upon themselves to create a feminist interpretation of the Bible. Why? Why do people go? Why don't instead of the most obvious solution, which this is a bunch of nonsense, do they try and like fucking wedge it in to some sort of place that makes sense in their brain? I don't know if you've realized this, but... uh, religion's coming back people are calling it different things now and they're explaining it away how the how it's not all about the bible but they still reference the bible but they just interpret it differently but it's coming back in a big way oh god save us all even in like the prominent intellectual people and even intellectual science in the world a lot of them are believing in some kind of higher power that they're calling god they're explaining it away obviously but also the bible So anyways, it's just happening. It's weird. It it, it surprises okay, me. Okay, read the email. Okay. Feminist interpretation of the Bible. The claim is that if read correctly, 
That's oh, the best we're part. We're reading it incorrectly. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. How do you read it correctly? You ignore all the parts that say women are dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you're reading it incorrectly by reading the whole thing. <laughs> Here, here's the feminist interpretation of the Bible. You ever seen, like, uh, what's it called when the FBI releases a statement but it has all the black marks on it? Redacted. Uh, yeah. It's a complete... It's. I, 90% redaction Bible. Yeah. <laughs> feminist Bible? The feminist Bible. Yeah, it's all blacked out. <laughs> I'm making that. I'm fucking making that. Uh, oh, Posty. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> okay. Oh, women not allowed to make vows. We'll just take that whole section out. Redacted. <laughs> um, Honey, what do you think if I put the section of vows in there? I vowed to put it in there. No, I don't allow you to do that. Damn it. <laughs> Shit. What a what a what a situation they've got themselves in there. I guess they have to all be single then, eh? With dead parents. Yeah. Else they can't make the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> if the Bible actually gives a charitable view of women and how they should be treated. Oh, they're saying that the Bible actually gives a chant charitable. He says chantable, but I think he means charitable. Sure. View of women and how they should be treated. I'll drop a few juicy excerpts <laughs> in from the article. So he already wrote these. So I'm like, why would I read the fucking article? Yeah. He did the skimming for me. Feminist values and reading the Bible are not incompatible. A lot of people thought biblical texts were completely outdated with no relevance to today's values. Don't wear jewelry. Equality. Don't wear pants. <laughs> Don't speak up in church. <laughs> Shut the fuck up when we talk to you. I do not permit a woman to teach or have authority over a man. I re- I quoted that to my mom. Did you? She goes, well, there was lots of women that taught in church. Like, that's just one part. It doesn't mean God <laughs> liked it or you were supposed to. It means they also broke the God's rule. It's so bad. <laughs> that's awesome. I didn't know that one. We'll hammer her on that one, too. We got to write this shit down. I have been. Good. Yeah. Because I'm not... I can... I'll get the points in like time. We need yeah. to block. We need to like start at noon and talk till five. For real? Yeah. I think we're gonna make. Well, whatever. Talk about that. So perimeter points to the passage. Parameter. Okay, this is how it's spelled. You tell me what this says. P a r m e n t i e r. Maybe. Permentier. Permentier points. Maybe it means permitier. Uh. Per, fuck. Parameter. No. Per- perimeter. Perimeter. Okay. I have no idea. Points to a passage in the Gospel of Luke in which Jesus visits two sisters. Maybe that's the cheese, the person's name. Martha and Mary. Yeah, I remember this one. It says that Martha ensures the service, which has been interpreted to mean that she served the food. But the Greek word diakonia can also have other meanings. For instance, it could mean she was a deacon. Okay. that's A, deacon, a deacon is like... A, um, somebody that's important at church that would you'd be like a manager, okay? And the the passage that he's talking about of Mary and Martha, she, um, okay, well, the passage she's talking about is Mary and Martha. So Jesus was at somebody's house teaching, and Martha was in the kitchen doing the fucking women's work as she should be cooking and doing dishes, <laughs> right? And Mary sat at Jesus's feet and just listened to everything he had to say. And then Martha got mad at Mary and said, hey, bitch, get in here and help me fucking cook for these men, because that's what the Bible says. And Jesus rebukes Martha and says she was listening to me. And that's like the most noble thing you can do. So that's the story. Oh, OK. So what they're saying is Martha was not anything. So what th- that this feminist is saying is that Martha wasn't necessarily cooking and cleaning. She could have been, you know, managing or been in charge. 
That's what. That's one thing. Okay, so that's one. That's, one woman that might have been promoted to manager. That, that's their point. But so, she's still not speaking to a man unless she's spoken to. But it him. says elsewhere in the New Testament that women aren't allowed to be deacons or priests. Oh, or really? Judge. Yeah. So I, that's a bad interpretation then. Yes. Oh, it could mean two things, but it also says that it can't be one of those things. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. Here's another one. We are fighting against a literal reading of the text. <laughs> yes, exactly you are. You are fighting against a literal meaning of the text. That's like the battle with all these Christians, man. They go, they pick and choose which parts are literal or not, and almost everything that you read literally is crazy horseshit. So they go, ah, that c- they couldn't have actually meant 32,000 women. That's a metaphor for something else. So it's like, no, it isn't. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. We're fighting against the literal <laughs> reading of the text. Yes, exactly. You're fighting against what it actually says. Do you don't understand the fallacy <laughs> in what you just said. So it goes on to say, uh, Parmentier says, pointing to instance to letters sent by St. Paul to nascent Christian communities, reading passages, Nicene. Nicene, reading passages from those letters, which could easily be construed as radical anti-feminist, as instructions of how women should be treated today is in- insane, she said. It's like taking a letter someone says to give advice as being valid for all eternity. Yeah. It's God's advice. Hang on. No, it isn't. It's Paul's advice. But that's most of the New Testament was written by Paul. Okay. What she's saying is, she, and they were, there was the letters to the Galatians, the letters okay. to the Ephesians, you know. And so it was letters of advice, and she's saying, you can't take that as the word of God. It's just a letter to some guy. But the whole church takes that as the word of God. It's in the Bible. And that's what was argued about at the councils of Nicaea and Antioch way later, where they decide Peter and Paul argue in the Bible over what you should do. And Peter kind of wins the argument, but history has taken Paul's side. So what she's saying is that, you know, God didn't say this. This is just Paul's. But the entire church believes this as the word of God or whatever. You could throw out most of the New Testament. You could throw out the entire New Testament. The the stuff, the first four books are about the life of Jesus. The yeah. first of which was written 38 fucking years after Jesus was alive by nobody who, who knew him. So there's no thing you can actually say Jesus said for sure. Like nobody fucking knows. It's all bullshit. Yeah. All of it's bullshit. But they say, this is what Jesus said. Yeah. Jesus said this, this, and this. And then Paul says all this other stuff that's right by what, what Jesus said. It's an argument God wouldn't allow it to be written wrong, so therefore yeah. it's true. That's what everyone else would say. Yeah. But she's arguing against the Bible now. Which yeah. is, she's saying... But she's arguing against the Bible, yet she wants to create her own. That makes no sense. <laughs> Why not just say the Bible sucks? Yeah, that's what I said, She's River. like half doing our job for us, but then going... It actually makes sense. She's pointing out how dumb it is, but then going, well, it makes sense, though. This is what exactly what we were talking about at the beginning with the gay Christians. Like They're like, no, oh, you're I, reading I, it wrong. I feel bad for these people. That must be like a really hard mental... St- mental... What, what's it called? They probably grew up in church. For and, sure did. Dude, These a lot of these people have a relationship with God, as in they pray, and they really think that God is a person that loves them, that's looking out for them, and to throw that away is unthinkable so they do this crazy shit to make it jive with modern day whatever Ooh, i like that lingo jive yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right there's one more it says the authors say they consider their work as a useful tool in the age of hashtag me too 
Oh, man. Didn't we just hashtag me too? 64,000 women from <laughs> yes, Median? Yes, we did. <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. I just want to read all the instances <laughs> of, like, rape in the Bible. There's what no, about Reba the prostitute? She likes guys with dicks the size of horses. Where is that? Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Like, they might say that you don't know for sure those women are raped, but can slaves consent? No. No, they can't. So they're all raped. I don't think anybody in... My, like before 50 years, 100 women years ago, could consent, could consent whatsoever. So everyone's a me too. But anyways, each chapter addresses, this is them talking still. Each app chapter addresses existential questions for women, questions they are still asking themselves today. Why do they? Permentier said, while some say that you have to throw out the Bible to be a feminist, we believe the opposite. Wow. Wow. Okay. I guess Parmentier is the, girl's name one of them okay and he goes on to say <laughs> i'm sure the two of you could point out how ridiculous it is to claim that the bible is anything other I than believe we have condemnation yeah also unrelated if you guys do merch we will I'm working on it i would buy the shit of a toque with kyle's eyebrows on it <laughs> that's a fucking great idea dude i love that the eyebrow toque that's genius <laughs> that is genius you know what if we do it i'll send you one when we do it. That's a great fucking idea. I send you one on the nose. But I think uh like that's it, eh? You're playing the song? No. Just asking you I, if you're I, I'm just you, looking you, for you're this specific the Bible here now. I'm looking for this specific Bible verse. Specific. Specific. Um what is it? It's Ezekiel somewhere. Here it is. Oh, this the, is related to the The fem- Adulterous feminism. The Adulterous Sisters. Um, oh, the horse cock chick. Yeah. Okay, here we go. The word of the Lord came to me, son of man. Where there, there were two women, daughters of the same mother, and they became prostitutes in Egypt, engaging in prostitution from their youth. In that land, their breasts were fondled and their virgins' bosoms caressed. Well, virgin bosoms once. They're prostitutes. <laughs> <laughs> One time that happened. Other to All the other times, it wasn't a virgin bosom. This is the story of when she was 10. The older was named Olaha, and, the, and her sister was Alohabiha, Alohaba. Oh, those are sexy. They names. were mine and gave birth to sons and daughters. Aloha is is Samaria, and Obala is Jerusalem. So they're comparing these two women to places. Olaha engaged in prostitution while she was still mine, and she lusted after her lovers, the Assyrians, warriors co- clothed in blue, governors and commanders. All of them handsome young men and mounted horsemen. She gave herself as a prostitute to all the elite Assyrians and defiled herself with idols of everyone she lusted after. She did not give up her prostitution in Egypt when during her youth men slept with her, caressed her virgin bosom, and poured out their lust upon her. That's That's a facial reference right there. Therefore, I handed over to her... Yeah, they Come poured, on her face. Yeah, they poured out her <laughs> lust upon her. Therefore, I handed over to her lovers, the Assyrians, for whom she lusted. They stripped her naked, took away her sons and daughters, and killed her with the sword. Oh. She became byword among women, and punished, punishment was inflicted on her. Her sister, Oholaba, saw, saw this, yet her lust and prostitution was more depraved than her sister. She, too, list, lusted after the Assyrians, governors, commanders, and warriors in full dress and mounted horsemen. All handsome young said... Young men, I saw that she too defiled herself. Both by both of them went the same way. 
but she carried her prostitution still further. She saw men portrayed on a wall, figures of Chaldeans portrayed in red with belts around their waists and flowing turbans on their heads. All of them looked like Babylonian chariot officers, natives of Chaldea. As soon as she saw them, she lusted after them and sent messengers in Chaldea. By the, then the Babylonians came to her, to the bed of love, and in their lust they defiled her. After she had been defiled by them, she turned Can away from them. you get defiled them. more than once? Yeah. I guess so. They get to, she's been yeah. defiled lots of times, dude. I guess dude. so. I take that back. When she carried on her prostitution openly, exposed her nakedness, I turned once away. Once you've been defiled once, are you no longer filed? <laughs> <laughs> That's like when people say, we're going to get debriefed. I was like, I don't wear briefs. <laughs> okay, sorry. I turned away from her in disgust, just as I had turned away from her sister. Yet but she came more Sounds promiscuous. Sounds like a bedtime story. As she recalled the days of her youth when she was a prostitute in Egypt. There she lusted after her lovers whose genitals were like those of donkeys. It's like someone, grandma, telling him a story. And like, oh, God, grandma, I don't want to hear anymore. Dude, you write at the worst part. Whose oh, genitals were like those of donkeys and whose emissions was like that of horses. What? So she longed for the lewdness of her youth. When Just in Egypt, buckets of cum. Yeah, <laughs> buckets Just of cum. buckets. Horse cum, donkey cock, <laughs> all that shit. That's what God says um, when the Israelites don't worship him. That's God comparing Israel to prostitutes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, they wanted some. That's, uh, that's a real feminist section of the Bible I just wanted to read. They're going to keep that in because they chose. <laughs> you know, they're going to keep that in. That's a woman's right to choose all the cock she wants. I mean, that's never really celebrated. That was that's a that's a no, pretty. No, but there's de- no fucking way the feminists are are, that's are a not der- keeping that. That in. is a derogatory passage. I guarantee you, they quote that as a powerful message for women. Yeah, get that horse cock. Yeah, because they got to choose. You know, they lost it after the man and got fucked instead of getting fucked fucked by someone <laughs> they didn't lust after. I guess. <laughs> instead right. of getting, fucked. damn it. I guess fucked is the. Thanks for listening, Dildos. Right, I've been having a lot of fun. I try Red- to respond to Reddit posts. I've been having a lot of fun there. People are getting into it. I've been posting, responding. There must be at least four been a posts. a good time. So the Twitter accounts are kind of fucked up right now. There's two of them, at Canada Comedy and at Bible underscore Beaters. So you know what? This is what we're going to do. There's two of them. They both have similar amount of subscribers. So whoever wants to go, wa- everyone go on Twitter <laughs> and pick one. And then I'm going to delete the other one. Whichever one gets the most in like two weeks after this comes out, I'm going to delete the other one because I don't know. We don't tweet. The fuck I'm going to do. Yeah, but I'm starting again. I don't know which one to do. Okay. So do that. Keep on telling everyone. Spread the word. The forums have been telling us. There's people all over, dude. I fucking love it. Yeah. Keep telling your friends. Keep posting us, tagging us on Twitter, tagging us and everything. It's great. Show some feminists. I really like you. <laughs> Any feminist you say, you know, the Bible's very compatible ca- compatible with your worldview. You know what? Take your newfound knowledge and go to the forums. Yeah. And argue with them. Yeah. <laughs> Prove your authority. All right. That's been. <laughs> Good night, Dildos. Peace.